Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of, Beyond the Rut. This is episode 125. That's right. A a dollar and a a quarter. (laughs) (laughs) This is not a podcast about economics. (laughs) It is not, and that's why I don't normally make references like that. (laughs) But in this episode, we're going to be chatting about an article I came across uh, called Stuck in a Rut. Here are 10 specific steps you can take to get re-energized at work. And this is based on an article written by Christina Wilson uh, in the publication called charlotteagenda.com. And by the way, you just heard from the other host, Brandon Cunningham. So I'm Jerry Dugan. Brandon Cunningham's here. We've already started, so let's rock and roll. Brandon, so Christina writes about, you know, we've all been there. And this is essentially what our show has been about. You know, that, that person is... 30s or 40s or that woman in her 30s and 40s they've got a family they've got a really good job a great job probably from the guys on the outside looking in but that person who's actually working in that job day in and day out feels like they are in a rut they're not doing work that they feel is meaningful they're looking at their opportunities for growth and they don't see any and they're just showing up clocking in clocking out collecting that paycheck and yet deep down inside they just feel like they've sold their soul for a paycheck so looking at the headers on this, uh, what are some things that, that come to mind for you? I love it because we get this question a lot. You know, should I just quit my job and start that, you know, chinchilla business that I've always dreamed about? Not necessarily. Maybe you don't need to quit your job. And we've also talked about the fact that, you know, where you work now, you really enjoy it. You love it. You're passionate about it. Maybe you need to make some of these small tweaks of, and one of the ones I really like is uh, number four, change up your wardrobe. Oh, yeah. I work somewhere that is very relaxed dress code. I wear flip flops most of the time. You are a more professional uh, wardrobe, but maybe you can just change it up. Like I don't wear shorts and just a T-shirt every day. Usually I'll try to wear something a little bit nicer and and just make yourself feel more like you're in a work environment. And maybe just the opposite in in a professional one where you're required to dress a certain way. Maybe you can just, you know, Mix it up a little bit with a neat tie, a a bow tie maybe, Mm -hmm. or different socks or something like that. Just individualize it a little bit more to kind of strike up that passion you have. It's kind of that dress for the part you want or the role you want, not the one you're in. Yeah. I've noticed now, I'll tell you, I've been doing an experiment at work myself. So the dress code in the area where I work, it's shirt and tie slacks. That's the business casual down here in South Texas. When I go up to the corporate office, you know, I assume suits. Because that's where all the big wigs right. are, the, the VPs and above. And I noticed they don't wear shirt and ties. They they do wear a suit or if they want to get With a no little, shirt. Uh, that's weird. So they, they have shirt, <laughs> slacks, uh, but no tie. So it's just unbuttoned at the top. Yeah. And then they have the jacket. And, and I realized it's kind of a relaxed business look. And mm-hmm. I thought, man, these guys, they look snazzy. They look professional. They look like leaders. But they're not like full on suit like you would expect. Right. So I started running an, uh, sort of an experiment. What if I did that too? Just throw on a jacket, don't wear a tie even. Hey. And I, I think and that's I, when Jerry got fired. No, <laughs> people think I'm a VP now. Like I walk in <laughs> and go. whatever I ask for, they're Love like, it. yeah, sure. They see my badge. They see I'm wearing a jacket. I'm dressed in you know, business casual. And they're like, yes. And they're calling me sir, which it does make me feel older. Yeah. I but don't like that. I've noticed people take me a little bit more seriously. Even when I'm on a, a 
video conference call that just by wearing that jacket with the business shirt, no tie, you know, people take me a little bit more seriously in the role that I have. And they're even, you know, I, I've even gotten a couple of stretch assignments to kind of lead a project here or lead a project there. And I, I'm thinking to myself, nothing is different from two weeks ago, except I started wearing a jacket. There you go. So anyway, that That's was a great one. Small things. Another one I really liked was the avoid negative cooler, water cooler chatter. And I was going to bring that up if you didn't. That was a good one. <laughs> and maybe you don't have a water cooler, but you end up in these little groups where it's like, yeah, man, that just stinks. I hate the way they did that. You know, and, and he's running this program wrong or this project or whatever it is. You get caught up into that. And the next thing you know, your attitude just draws out the rest of the day in this negative kind of outlook towards things. And sometimes, and and I'll do this, I'm a victim of it just like everybody else is. You start to get in these conversations and then on your drive home, you're like, well, wait a minute, the, where I work is a really good place. We yeah. have a lot of fun. We do a lot of great work. Why am I bringing this negative attitude home with me? Well, it's because I've been exposed to it. Mm-hmm. And you don't necessarily have to shut it down. Now, I'm I'm a little higher up at the company, so I probably would because that's just me. But if you're fairly, you know, in the middle or maybe at the lower end, you don't have to tell everybody stop talking like that. Just don't participate. Walk away from it. Oh, yeah. And I love that you brought that up because at work, I've got a friend slash coworker. They're both. Because we see each other all the time. I've got coworkers and, slash not friends. Yeah. So. Uh, anyway, she shared with me some frustration. You know, she was in a leadership role, got um, the the folks that she was in charge of moved to another department or to another person to be in charge of. So she doesn't have direct reports anymore. And then just looks at her opportunities for growth. And this kind of leads into another part of that article we, we were talking about. Uh, number eight, be open to possibilities uh, you haven't imagined. So for her, my friend, uh, she's looking at the very rigid structure of the traditional growth that leaders have in our organization. So you attend this program, graduate, attend this program, graduate, attend this program, graduate. And then you have this manager role, you become a director, you become a VP. So very distinct set path. Well, because of who she is, maybe her, her age, you know, the lack of time and experience that she has, she isn't accelerating on that traditional path as quickly as she likes. And so I, I kind of listened with a different set of ears, not as a friend, but as a man, if I was somebody on the outside listening to this person for the first time, why would I be annoyed? Cause other people are. <laughs> and it turns out I was like, you know what? She's talking about this stuff in a check a box type of manner as quickly as possible. And finally I just said to her, you know what? You're kind of looking at this negatively and with frustration because you're not moving along a specific path in the speed you're looking for. Mm-hmm. I want you to look for the silver lining of where you are right now. What is the change you're already making? What is the impact you already have for the organization? Well, she found out when she dug a little deeper, she actually saves the organization like a half million dollars mm-hmm. every year just because of what she does. There you go. I'm like, we'll put that down somewhere. <laughs> you know, tell Make people, sure people let know people that. know that. And then uh, I was like, wait, and by the way, didn't you tell me you're now pursuing two master's degrees while also raising your family and working full time? She goes, yeah. I'm like, so you don't even have time for these other programs that you're pissed exactly. about not being in. <laughs> so focus on those two degrees, get those two degrees and apply it to the work here. And you're going to see things change. And then she, uh, I was like, okay. And one more thing, her boss who, you know, uh, actually sent her to a training just the other day. 
blew her mind. She didn't expect it. It was based on um, the uh, the seven habits of highly effective people. Mm-hmm. Came back and asked me if I ever heard of it. I'm like, um, my department runs that. Yeah, I heard of it. <laughs> Apparently, I need to make sure people know what I do. Yeah. And uh, so that was kind of funny. And so anyway, it was exactly number eight, be open to possibilities you have not imagined. So this person has rewrapped her mind around what growth really means for her mm-hmm. in the organization. And she came to the conclusion, I mean, the realization also that if she wants to follow that traditional path in the department she's in, it's going to be a long wait. Yep. So she's got to be open to other opportunities within the organization and grow that way. That's an important way to look at things of not necessarily leave your job and go start something new. Maybe it's just the particular job you're in. And that's why I also really like number six, because in every annual evaluation I do, one question I always throw out there is, whose job do you want? Because you need to be looking inside the organization of a job that you want to do. Maybe you create a job. Maybe you take somebody else's job and help them move up. But the best way to do this, and I know we've talked about it on other podcasts, is to take things off of your supervisor's plate. Your boss should be – his job or her job should be easier because you're there, not harder. If you Mm -hmm. bring every decision to them and they have to make a decision every time you turn around, then they're not going to look to you to give you more responsibility. So try to take things off of their plate constantly. And that's a good way to really enjoy your job because you gain more knowledge. Yeah. And then find creative ways to systemize things so that as you're taking things off your supervisor's plate, you know, I hear a lot of people complain, oh, my boss just gave me more work. Oh, they just gave me more work. And then, (laughs) and then they just kind of burn out and quit. Well, look at what, um, and my director is really great about this. She'll ask me, what do you have on your plate right now? Because I want to give you this stretch assignment, this stretch project. It's going to make you grow. It's going to increase your influence in the organization. What do you have on your plate right now, though, that you would love to give up or need to give up that you love doing? So it's either something I hate doing that just takes up a lot of time, or maybe it's something I love doing that takes up a lot of time. But before she gives me something, I need to have a plan to get rid of something. Right. And I can't just drop the ball because then, you know, she has to fire me. <laughs> delegate, 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 yeah. delegate to ele- elevate. So I is there, the is there something you can give up? Is there something you can systemize and automate, which is a process improvement in the organization that makes your job easier, makes everybody's job easier, just so you can take on that extra thing that you took off your supervisor's plate. And then number seven, and I really think this is probably the most important, make sure your resume is up to date. And we can think in terms of, but I don't want to Even if you're not job. leaving, right? Absolutely. Because sometimes you take over a project or you do something really cool that needs to be noted and you want to make sure that's on your resume, yeah. not to look for another job. But I know whenever we hire from within, we do an interview. You have to bring a resume to the interview. Even if you've worked there, we just did an interview and a promotion for somebody that's been there for five years. Yeah. We want to see a resume. But what's on that resume, your last job four or five years ago or the stuff you've done for us? Mm -hmm. You want to be sure and remind them instead of saying, well, I know Jerry knows what I've done because I've worked with him for so long. No, he's focused on his job, not yours. You need to list your accomplishments. And what does that do for your confidence, though, when you update that resume and you realize, man, I've done some stuff. Exactly. I've really done some stuff. And two, you know, on on a different note, always have that available in case an opportunity comes up outside the organization. You want to have a resume that's updated. And I encourage people all the time, and I know people disagree with me on this, but go on a job interview every once in a while because it not only improves your skills, but it helps you have the confidence when you're really looking for a job to say, I've done this a few times. I'm good at this. I know how to go on a job interview now because it hadn't been 5, 10, 15 years since I've done it. I've done it every couple of years. 
There you go. Any last words of uh, input, advice, or insight before we sign off? Find ways to make your job better before you worry about the other job. Because mm-hmm. the other job's got a manager that's probably annoying and coworkers that are annoying and the work's annoying and all that. So find a way to make where you are, the path you're on now, better before you worry about making a new path. There you have it. If you like everything you heard in this episode, be sure to check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 125. There you're going to find a link to this article that sparked this conversation in the first place. And we'll throw in some extras that uh, we didn't talk about, but we do firmly believe would help you as you look to revitalize your career. We'll throw in some books. We'll throw in some links to videos to inspire you. We'll even throw in a couple of case studies here and there if I find any. And some candy. And some candy. But uh, since you can't download candy. candy, I'll go ahead and eat that for you. Scratch and sniff on your screen. Kind of try it. Try it. <laughs> Tell us how that turned out. All right. If you haven't subscribed to our show, check us out on iTunes or uh, I guess people are calling it Apple Podcasts now. So if you have an yeah. iPhone, it's installed. You may as well just subscribe to us and get the uh, the notifications pushed out to you. And don't forget to pick up somebody else's phone. Subscribe them to the podcast. They will thank you later. Trust us. Uh, Now, if you have Android, we are not judging you. You can also uh, subscribe to our show on Google Play Music or also on Stitcher. Either one of those will work. Or you can subscribe to our email list. Just go to beyondtherut.com, scroll down a little bit, and we'll have a prompt for you to subscribe to our email list. And that's all we've got on this episode. And, And until we come back next week, go live life beyond the rut. Bye. Take care. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Cap Show, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.